Kelman on cliffcentral.com. There is uh, something really interesting about Andrew and Brian Chaplin and their story, and it's always an incredible story to watch as it progresses because they seem like guys that never take the easy route out. Uh, as soon as they've you know, made their mark in one space, they move to another space, whether that's musically, whether that's physically where they are in the world. Uh, you guys, uh, you're pretty fond of this word change, right? Uh, very much so, yeah. Uh, and, and change isn't easy. No, I wouldn't say change is easy, but I would say that that change is actually imperative uh, to kind of get out of your comfort zone a bit and uh, and actually test out your skills. And it, it really kind of puts puts what you know to uh, to the test. And I think that's a really good thing. Let's talk about the the state of the world that we we're living in now. Uh, everyone's saying that this is one of the greatest times to be alive. A lot of people are speaking about the fact that, you know, if you have a dream now, it's a lot easier to make it happen than it was years and years ago. But some people take that and they find that intimidating. They find the idea of, you know, being able to upload a video to YouTube and being the next big thing intimidating because it it makes you think, well, you know, if I am not able to use those resources, then maybe I'm a bit of a failure. And how do you guys channel that? Um, well, I, I wouldn't say if you, if you don't know how to use the resources, then, then you're a failure. I think, I think it's a matter of just actually seeing what's out there because there are so many resources available to everyone nowadays, especially in terms of, uh, technology and just in terms of actually really being able to do what you want and really put it out there firsthand and quickly. You know, it isn't a matter of, um, really working hard to, to get people to know your story or, or what your goal is or what your product is or anything. You can just sort of, um, put it together and upload it to the internet and it just sort of goes out to the world. So I think, I think it's more of a thing of just actually seeing the opportunity and grabbing it. And, uh, you must have these conversations regularly. I mean, Andrew, d- d- tell me about this Brian guy and the role that he plays in your life. <laughs> it's a, that's a, that's a very fair question. Um, obviously the, the, the roles have kind of changed throughout the years, but, but I think that we found a, a really comfortable place at the moment, uh, where, where we really do kind of uh, do it a 50-50 effort. Um, I would say that, that in terms of the music, uh, I'm definitely more involved in the sort of uh, the, the production side of it in terms of actually making the music. And then Brian uh, comes up with these, you know, really banger melodies and hooks and everything like that. And the, and the joint effort of the two um, makes, it, makes it what it is. So, so if we didn't have each other, it would be, you know, half the effort. And uh, yeah, so it works fantastically. Brian, how important is, is life experience in terms of being a, an amazing artist? I mean, artists have the ability to express the human experience in a way that, you know, normal people may not be able to. And I, I would almost imagine that you seek out really amazing experiences in order to draw on that in the music. Absolutely. And I wouldn't even say that experience is just important for an artist. I think experience is, uh, is, is good for anybody. You know, the world, the, the world and really life is all about doing different experiences and learning different things. And like kind of how we touched on earlier, getting out of your comfort zone, that's, that's really the key to growing and learning new things and sort of finding out who you are and what you want to do. So, yeah. You guys are good at pushing each other, right? When one's kind of like, eh, I'm over it, then I guess the, the relationship is very much you sort of pick each other up. No, of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think both of us uh, can can definitely say that we're both um, each self motivated, but but we definitely do do push each other to to you know get get the best out of each other that we can. 
Andrew, let's talk for a second about uh, Brian's worldview. Uh, what are the things that he cares about that you're like, dude, why do you care? <laughs> what is uh, his take on, on the world and what do you find interesting about, you know, his experience of being alive in 2016? Um, I think, I think Brian, uh, you know, focuses a lot on, on kind of spreading, spreading knowledge and, and kind of spreading a, a worldview of, of a sort of a go-getter kind of attitude, which I, which I think is, is really important. I know that, that he's, he's always looking to, to help people that are, you know, struggling with something or, or need advice on something like that. And he, and he gives a helping hand where it's needed. And, and I think that's a hell of an important worldview, especially in today's times. Brian, what's the deal with this advice thing? Everybody thinks that they can give advice. What makes advice good? What makes advice bad? And how does one be objective in kind of giving it out? Uh, that is a very good question. I think, uh, I think it, it, advice is really up to interpretation of someone else's own opinion. I mean, advice is definitely a good thing as long as you trust the source that it's coming from. Because also sometimes advice can be condescending and some people sort of, uh, like to think that they're giving advice when they're only really putting their own view upon you and sort of trying to influence their own ideas. But I mean, advice is a good thing as long as you're doing it for the betterment of the person that you're giving advice to. Brian, what's the most meaningful conversation you and Andrew have ever had where it's been like a DMC of note and even you two have been surprised at like the levels of philosophy that you've, you've delved into? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, Drew and I, uh, even though we are twins and we've, we've sort of grown up together and we talk about a lot of stuff, we're actually only really talking about deeper things more recently. And I think it's, it's, it's really good, you know, because we were always sort of, um, doing our own thing and now we're sort of joining heads and, and talking about deeper things. And it's really important because especially for us living the life that we do lead, you know, we, we go through a lot of stuff and sometimes it's uh, very easy to just sort of go through the motions and keep it to yourself. But now sort of uh, talking to each other about it and growing with that, I think it's very important. But there's actually a bit of a, a global theme of people speaking more about deeper stuff now. And I wonder if it's not to do with social media and the fact that everybody now has a voice where people are having conversations that, you know, have just been, you know, swept under the rug before or not been things that people have been speaking about. There's definitely a shift in the world, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, nowadays, you know, everyone can can just uh, post up their opinion in, you know, two seconds. And uh, and I think people have just so much more access to, to information that they're, they're actually able to research things that they didn't know beforehand. And, uh, and when you learn about something new, the first thing you want to do is kind of spread the knowledge. So, so yeah, I'd say it's definitely true. Andrew, this idea of, of influence and being influential, I mean, does it, does that word strike positively with you? Is there a part of you that says, ah, not really something that I want to be known for. I don't want that responsibility. How does it resonate? No, I, I, I think, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I, I, I like that word. I does, I do think it has a positive connotation towards it. Um, and I think it's important for, for people who are considered that way to actually take that quite seriously and, and realize that, that there is influence. And, you know, it's not just people like us. It's everybody. Uh, everybody in each other's lives influence, um, each other in small ways or big ways. Um, and you know, some, sometimes it, it can be a bad thing, but, but I would say that, that we, that we're pretty level-headed guys. So, I mean, to be influential is, uh, is a good thing, I think. Brian, I, I got to zoom into this move to LA. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, look at these dudes, uh, because a lot of, uh, in a South African context, a lot of artists kind of 
they not reach a pinnacle, but they, they reach a certain level where it's easy to just continue in that lane and continue in that space. It's easy to just do the next corporate gig and to kind of go through the paces, uh, once you, you know, reach a certain level of fame. But, and this is what I was alluding to in the beginning. The two of you really took this decision to, you know, venture into a new territory very seriously. It's a very adventurous decision to make. And in retrospect, how's it working out and what's it taught you? I would say it was uh, one of the most important decisions that we ever made because um, I wouldn't even say that we were getting into a mindset of just sort of going through the motions here, but we are always about um, taking the next level and uh, really just taking it as far as we can. And for us, one of the most important moves in that was to actually go overseas and really put ourselves in the deep end because uh, we used to go there all the time for little visits and, you know, sort of start a conversation and things would start to heat up and then we'd come back and everything would sort of fizzle down. So we really put ourselves out there to be there for at least a good year. And we met a lot of really, really good people. And I think that that's actually the key. If you want to get into the other markets and you really want to expand your boundaries, you really have to put yourself there. It's, um, it's, it's not easy. Uh, and, and I would say both Drew and I have learned a hell of a lot over the last year, uh, mm -hmm. more important lessons than we've learned, you know, doing the stuff here. And, and I think that that's really key. Andrew, it takes guts though, right? I mean, it, this, this move, something like this isn't easy. There's probably times when you look at each other in LA, you've just spent seven hours in traffic because that's what happens there. Uh, and you're like, oh, you know, we could just be hanging out in Cape Town right now. It's, uh, it's, it takes a lot of chutzpah. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you, but, but that's again, touching back on what we were talking about earlier is, is, uh, putting, putting yourself in a, out of, out of your comfort zone and, and really kind of getting, getting the knowledge you need because there's, there's no better way to learn than to really immerse yourself, uh, in, in another world. It's like learning a language, you know, you can use Duolingo or Rosetta Stone or whatever, but you're not going to learn it. Like if you actually go to the country and are speaking the language with everyone, that's how you're really going to learn what you need to. Let's talk for a second about end goal and journey. And, and obviously the goalposts keep sort of shifting. I mean, three years ago, you probably had a very different idea of what now would look like. Uh, and so much of it is about the journey as opposed to the final payoff. What's great about that idea though and that notion that there is an end goal and that there is a journey and that it's not always what you predicted it to be? Well, the end goal ultimately is actually what defines the journey. So, I mean, your, your, your end goal is, is very, very important. And then, and, but the journey is the fun part. It's sort of, um, really learning where you want to go and how to actually reach the end goal. Um, and yeah. Well, I, I mean, and, and speaking of end goals, I would imagine that when the, the greatest hits album came out at the end of last year, that when you hold that in your hands or you look at it on your iPhone or whatever, that must feel like a bit of an end goal. But the journey and the narrative of that, just this unbelievable experience, I guess that only you guys would really be able to understand what the experience to that point was, but it must have been an amazing one. Yeah, Absolutely. look, look, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was definitely, uh, <clears throat> it was a big one for us. Cause I mean, it marked half a decade for us in the industry and everything like that. And, uh, and, and, you know, doing, doing this thing, you kind of always expect these, these like climaxes to happen. And in some way they do, in some way they, they don't, you know, life, life kind of goes on as these things happen. And then sort of, you can, you'll reflect about it later. Um, and yeah. For each of you, what's the greatest piece of advice that you've been given that in the moment didn't really make sense, but in retrospect is kind of turning out to be pretty true? 
Um, to, to just be steadfast in what it is that you believe in and what you want to do, because like you were saying, you know, goals do change and you need to be willing to, to grow with that and sort of be confident in following through with what that is, because as the goals change or as, as you change as a person, your goals will ultimately change. And if it's going to be a good thing and you end up changing what it was, even if it's completely different from what the original idea was, if you feel confident and you feel like that's going to be the better decision, then to follow that is really that's that's what the, the important bit is. It's really great sort of having this conversation with you, uh, and and I'm so glad that you're part of this list. We've got two questions from Pearl Tusi, who's also one of our influential millennials to watch. Uh, the first one I'll pose this to you, Andrew, is uh, what type of influence do you think you have on the next generation? That's a very good question, and uh, and one one that I would definitely have to like sit on for for a bit longer. But 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 I would say, um, it, it's it's just about you know putting a good message. yeah yeah spreading spreading a good message and and uh, you know being being true to yourself. And ultimately, if if you think what you're doing is right and you believe in what you're doing, then guaranteed there's going to be about another million people that agree with you, and and uh, that'll just you know spread as you go. So much easier said than done. But what's great is that, you know, in everything that you guys have put out, there is a resonance of that in what you do. Um, Brian Piltusi wants to know, is the child uh, you were proud of the adult that you've become? Absolutely, yeah. Because, <clears throat> I mean, I, I can honestly say ever since, ever since uh, as far back as I can remember, we've always wanted to do what we're doing. And, uh, and there was a lot of flack and it wasn't easy and, you know, obviously we, we had everybody saying the normal stuff like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You can't do that. Uh, maybe take a different route. And we always held like very steadfast to what we wanted to achieve. <clears throat> and, you know, 20 years down the line, um, we, we are there and we're continuing to grow it. I wonder if one can almost become addicted to proving people wrong. Absolutely. Of course, of course. In fact, <laughs> I would say it's one of the most addicting things. <laughs> so, and uh, that would be a very interesting look that only the two of you would understand when you give it to one another in terms of, yeah, we totally proved that person wrong or that person wrong. And it must happen regularly, sort of on smaller scales and then on larger scales. But that's a, it's a, it's a good motivation that. It's, I, I would say, I would say it's probably one of the best motivations and then very satisfying when you achieve it. Is there anything that people get wrong about you guys? I mean, you're very open on social media. People have a great insight into your life. You, you share a hell of a lot. But is there anything that, you know, people still perceive that, that just isn't the truth for some reason? Um, yeah, look, probably. Um, I mean, the, the only thing that would sort of come to mind is, uh, is being in the music industry. A lot of people don't take it, uh, maybe as seriously or don't really see the, the behind the scenes as it were. And so a lot of people will sort of get that perception that you're just sort of, um, there as a puppet, if you will. And, uh, and you're sort of being controlled by the powers that be, and you're just sort of the pop star, whatever it is. And that actually is so not the case. We've always been involved in the back end and the business side of things. We take our image very seriously. We take everything we do very seriously. And so I think, um, that, that that is a common misperception of just being, you know, musos or that sort of common view because that's completely not the case at all. Listen, you guys articulate your sort of experience and your human experience so fantastically. It's no wonder that you're these artists that can articulate human experiences in the music as well, so very well also. Um, give me the power lines here. I'll start with you, Andrew. Like the power line, the thing to take away from you, uh, the pull-out quote from, from your, the story of your life. 
<laughs> well, I'm I'm actually going to steal steal this quote from from someone else. Uh, but but the quote is uh, whether you can or, or you can't, either way you're right. And I I think that rings really true with with everybody. Uh, if if you believe you can do something and you and you put yourself towards it and really take action, you can absolutely achieve these things. It may take time, but it it will happen. If you don't believe in yourself, on the other hand, then you're gonna get then you're gonna reap that uh, result. Brian, you did a good job, dude. You you really have to come to the party here. What's what's the pull out quote on your side? <laughs> well, you you know that's a that's a Henry Ford quote, and I have to say that that's one of my favorite quotes. I have it written up on a wall. Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, that 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 is the entire thing about life. Um, if if you think you can do it, then you absolutely can, and if you think you can't, then that, that's the whole kind of common belief. If you don't believe in yourself, then how can you expect anyone else to? Mm. So 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 it really is about just. Um, and as kind of corny as it sounds, it, it really is about believing in yourself, but then also not just that. You can't just sit back and believe in yourself. You have, you have to, to really get take up action. every morning and take action. And that's actually the key factor that I think a lot of people misinterpret is that um, it's not just about thinking good things and, uh, you know, getting up and having a positive attitude. It's about having that attitude, but then taking the steps to actually achieve what it is you want to do. Absolutely. Uh, some unbelievable truths uh, in the course of this conversation. It's been so, so dope. I'm very, very excited about Grapevine. Just quickly, is this going to be a game changer in the context of you? I mean, you've done so many unbelievable things, but Grapevine's going to be big, right? Grapevine's going to yeah. be huge. And I can honestly say, <clears throat> I think it's a, it's a very good taste of, uh, of the future music to come. We've, uh, we've really taken a step back and sort of molded the sound into something that we really enjoy listening to. And I can say it's the most upbeat album that we've done we've taken a lot of time with production uh we've simplified it down a lot um concentrated on hooks and just uh catchy melodies and and also lyrics that actually resonate with people because it's very easy to get into a sort of metaphorical sense where people won't really understand what you're saying mm -hmm. and we and we've tried to strip that down to make it a lot more blunt because the experiences that that we do go through i think are important and there are a lot of people that can learn from what we've done uh to sort of uh put into their own lives to help them out. And so that's, that's what we've really tried to do. And I think that grapevine is a fantastic taste of what's to come. Fantastic. Uh, well, listen, guys, thank you so much for, for hanging out. You definitely are influential millennials to watch in 2016. We've been watching you for years now, uh, but it's a great story to watch unfold. Thank Thanks you very much. Time, appreciate man. it. Power. Thanks so much, Andrew and Brian Chaplin. Thank you. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.